the time of our lives we do not know what to do that was a that is no it's not it's not going good already things are working things are recording did you stop <laughs> i thought you turned it off it's like nope bullshit there's the don't down hello that's the last time i ever ask you to just do it i was like i was like say something real cool there's like off off the cuff you know like impress everyone impress me impress me and i do not went, need to impress you we've been friends for long enough now where i don't need to do anything to impress you that's true but sometimes it's just nice for you to make the effort you know like <laughs> i've become stale i've become complacent we basically need to go on queer eye at this point because sometimes none i just want to come home to a bath being drawn for me with some candles and some spaghetti bolognese on the go, you know, but... I didn't even know until about three weeks ago when you told me how to reduce a sauce. How the fuck am I going to make you a good bolognese? I still don't understand what reduction means. You even explained it to me, like, full-blown the other day in the park, and I still don't know what reduction means. I don't make know. Make it less. Make it less. <laughs> Can't say it any... Anyway, my name's Gary Gordon. I'm stuck here with the world's worst sous chef. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait. Imagine we opened a restaurant together. The Dead End Restaurant. What's your name? Gonna tell me your name before we Dead go. Dead End Restaurant. That's Dead what it is. Restaurant. Dead End ah. Restaurant. We've done it. We've done okay. it. We're gonna find a place in Mitchell Street or somewhere that's like fancy and shit. Mitchell Street's a real place, right? My name is Craig Johnson. Welcome to episode 13 of Dead End Friends oh, Podcast. We are starting off fucking real fired up today. But yeah. Dead End Mid- Restaurant. Yes, Mid- Mitchell Street is a place. Dead End Restaurant would be good. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be anything better than good. It would just be good. <laughs> I mean, I Although, do. Make- you know, we could think of a better name because I got really annoyed about the playlist that we made. Right. Uh, mainly annoyed at myself because I called it Dead End Jams, and uh-huh. I was like, "Oh, we could have just called it Dead End Friend Jams, and then we could have just shortened that to Def Jam." And then we could have ripped that oh. off. And then it would have been way better. Straight up would have got sued. Nah, no one's listening to us. Did you ever play... There was a game... Oh, Def Jam Vendetta. Def Jam Vendetta. Oh Go God. on. See, Hit see, me with it. It's the best see, game of all time. Fucking fighting. What was it? It was Ghostface Killer. It was like the hardest motherfucker beating that game. Yeah, oh, and then you could I be like Joe Budden. You could be Ice-T. Joe Budden? Remember that guy? I need to look yeah. this up now. What was it called again? You could, Vendetta. Death. Yeah, Death Jam. Jam Vendetta. But I think yeah. uh, Death Death Jam Vendetta was the second one, I think. And um you could like make your own character. Yeah. I obviously always made him white as shit. Because I'm white <laughs> as shit. And they they always ended up looking like Paul from Tekken 3. Like just like super blonde <laughs> yeah. with a flat top for no reason. Like, oh oh right. man. Stra- right, I man. was straight up like no fucking bullshit on this my entire like last three maybe maybe three years in high school i was straight up called steve and the reason <laughs> the, the reason for being called steve some of some people i know still call me that by the way like i'll meet people in the street that i've not seen for years and i'll just hear steve i'm like who the fuck is shouting steve what? and i turn around somebody shouting at me because that's what i was called in school and it was because we used to do like bullshit fucking playstation 2 tekken tournaments and i always played steve who was like the boxer motherfucker <laughs> and like railroaded these guys at tekken because they were all bullshit so they called me steve for like four years in high school i was called steve and i still get it every so often oh man you could be dmx in this game r.i.p r.i.p oh, there's that we said dmx that method man Red Man, Ludacris, Noor, Capone, Scarface, Ghostface Killer, Keith Murray, WC, Joe Budden, and DJ Funk Master Flex. Ah! That was wow. so good. Oh, look at this guy. This guy's called Drake. That's not Drake. <laughs> that's not the Drake I know. <laughs> that's his son. <laughs> Give him another 20 years and that's his boy. Keith I was I Murray. that I remember that being one of the most like difficult fucking games ever. I remember me I used to play it at my friend's house. He lived in Campbelltown, 
Macrahanish in Campbelltown he lived. Fucking nothing there, but also beautiful at the same time. And we yeah. used to we used I used to go there like in the summer during like the summer holidays and we would like try and play that game and try and beat it and we I don't think we ever fucking did because it was so goddamn hard. It was like you thought you'd you'd got to a point where you thought you were gonna win and then like fucking DMX would come and just close like the shit out of you and then that's you fuck like done <laughs> for the day. Oh man. Infuriating. Absolutely. That game was infuriating. great, man. They don't make them like that anymore, you know? Mm-mm. everything's very everything's open world and fucking beautiful to look at I'm like no just make me be ludicrous and beat up other people <laughs> obviously the soundtrack was great it had yeah, to be it was... I don't remember the music but I'm assuming with that star lineup let's it's going to be let's find the wikipedia surely it'll be somewhere on the wikipedia I was on the Wikipedia, but it didn't really show me too much. Let's just Google Def Jam Vendetta soundtrack. I mean, there's a lot of... Oh, shit, right away. There's like three DMX tracks right at the beginning. There's fucking 21 songs. So, Snoop Dogg, DMX, Scarface, Christina Milian. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Christina Milian. Holy shit. What film was she in? She was in a film with The Rock. Or, sorry, Dwayne. She was in a film with Dwayne. And <laughs> Dewey. <laughs> and Dwayne played, I want to say he was a, a bodyguard for Vince Vaughn. And he was like... What? Oh, what was this film, man? So it was a you're bodyguard. asking the wrong guy if you're talking. It was a about bodyguard. John Travolta was in this film as well. I'm sure it had like a really fucking stellar cast. Oh, that's gonna bug the shit out of me. I'm Hold sure. on, hold on. I've just remembered the second game. Def Jam Fight for New York, um, and the characters on this were way weirder. I don't think I played that one. Uh, you could go Bubba Sparks, Buster Rhymes, well, Lil uh, Kim. You could be Carmen Electra. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Trail. Oh, what? Fucking Danny Fat Trail. Joe, Favor Flav. Henry Rollins. Flavor right. Flav. Flav. Ice T. You just think Henry this... Rollins, as in like Black Flag Henry Rollins. Yeah. Just like. I think in this there. is the one I remember playing more. I. I like, cause this one has like girls on it as well, like Lil Kim and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. pretty fucking sick. Um, yeah, uh, Omar Epps. Is he like a real guy or is that like a, a made-up guy? <laughs> I know Omar Epps. He he's a real guy. He's a real he, guy. That's he good. real. He real guy. He real. He real guy. Sean Paul. Sean Paul. Sean Paul. Um, you can go. Oh, Slick guy, Rick. guy used to work with had the fucking middle name Paul. And he was called Sean. I, sh- I probably should have said first that his name was Sean. <laughs> so his name was Sean, and his last name was something else, and then his middle name was Paul. But he kept it quiet Shut for a very long it. time, so ah, none of us knew. And then he ah, just there's a guy out. in this called Sticky Fingers. Uh, with where is the Z in Sticky Fingers? It's got to be there somewhere. Oh, it's, yeah, at the end. Yeah, as. it's not even. It's not fingers. It's fingers. Fingers. Obviously, and man. then you can be Warren G and Exhibit. Yeah, this was the second one. I remember playing that more. I had both of them because I loved those games. Yeah. But, um... Your camera actually looks hot in this. What? What, as, like, a character? Yeah. We just she about kind to... of dropped off, didn't she? Are we about to just open up Gary's, like, weird fucking, like, 3D character fetish? Nah, that's weird, but Camera Electra was always hot, so it is yeah. what it is. yeah. I mean, I don't actually know any notable things about Carmen Electra. Was she an actress? I think she was a Playboy bunny more than anything. Right, okay. Um, she was in Scary Movie, wasn't she? She was the one, like, the, the first one where she got stabbed in the titty. No fucking idea, silicon. man. <coughs> I think I have seen one Scary Movie film. Is it the first one? No, I think it was, like, fucking four. Cool, what's the point? <laughs> Look at you drinking out of a fucking Viking glass. Is that water as well? Who are you? It's got a dry throat. 
You get a dry throat, so you drink it out of like the biggest glass of all time. It says camp and gas, living not given. Here's <laughs> <laughs> a present from Duncan. Because <laughs> they because they call me Gaz, like yeah. in the chat. Yeah. And uh, when me and Shanna went camping, the uh, the company the, the like the gas canister was called Camping Gaz, and I was like, oh my god, uh, Camping Gaz. Yeah. And I always say like living not given in that chat, and Duncan put it on a mug or a cup. <laughs> <laughs> so I just drink out of it when I'm feeling dehydrated. Deep feeling dehydrated. I mean, I probably should yeah. start drinking water. I've got I'm a couple of beers deep, but. Oh, what about I've not been on? drinking as much water as I usually do, and I've definitely been feeling gross for it. So yeah. I'm getting back on the, the H two O train. Yeah, H two O. I think I, I think it's too old. Kind of the similar stuff I was saying last week is just like, because I haven't been working out, <coughs> I haven't been like eating well and stuff, and it kind of goes hand in hand with like water as well. Like I don't really drink a lot of it. I've past couple of days because i started working out again i was like right i actually need to drink water because i will actually die because i'm working out and i'm not drinking anymore i would like to stay i would like to stay like awake and not pass out for any reason so started drinking some of that water but like wow it, it, it does make you feel so much better. I remember you gave me a proper hard time about it because I was just like, I don't drink water. Yeah. And it just like how much fucking better you feel after just having like a glass. It's insane. Your I body's just like, oh, replenishment. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Cool. Oh, Christ. I mean, it's, it's, it's another fucking weird week. It's been another weird week. But we might be... I still I'm waiting to see it actually happen, but we might be getting moved into level two at the weekend, which is fucking rad. Yeah, so rad. I don't actually know what it means other than we can drink in pubs. Yeah, <laughs> inside. I got the important outside. stuff out of the way, and I was like, right, that's it, nothing else. Does it make any changes to the way you guys are working? No. No. Nope. Well, that's a thing. That I guess that would be as much of like a fucking shocker. Like changing yeah. levels, there's nothing really needs to change for what you guys are doing. No, there's other things like I guess we can go into other people's houses properly now. Like yeah, <clears throat> yeah, it'll be cool. It'll be cool for it to happen at last. Yeah, catch up with the rest of the world. Yeah, I feel like we're we're just proper lacking behind, like in especially in Scotland because everyone's kind of getting out and doing things a wee bit more, and I feel like we're just stuck and we've been stuck doing the same shit for so long not that not that i think what i do now will change <laughs> i'll probably no. still just do the same shit that i'm doing now i'm not gonna i think having I'm the option of doing stuff you know yeah i think having the option to say no to it you're like ah could do <laughs> you know like it's just it's just stuff it's those little changes that that change your mindset on everything yeah like the fact that you maybe could if you fancied it yeah, is a nice thing to ha- to know you've got. Yeah, I could I could maybe drive up to like Aviemore and go and jump out of a tree because they have like outdoor tree centers there. So if I felt like doing that, I probably could. Or outdoor tree centers does that mean like forests? <laughs> is that what you mean? <laughs> no, but my words outdoor tree center. My words straight up what? didn't come out right. So here we are now, outdoor climbing centers that just happen to be in trees. <laughs> outdoor tree centers, <laughs> ah, as opposed to those indoor trees. <laughs> well, Christmas trees—they're indoors. Yeah, but they start their life as outdoor trees. Yeah, but then eventually they end their life inside. And technically, there's more of them inside because you have the fake ones as well. So technically, more Christmas trees are inside than they are outside. So fuck you. Immediately fuck you. Aight. You're doing that thing that you said yesterday to me. I need to stop doing. You're so fucking far away from the mic. Aight. <laughs> so I've got a hair stuck in my thumb. I can't get it out. <laughs> like I know there's got other things I should be concentrating on you're right now. But it really up. fucking hurts. You're like Tobey Maguire in the Spider-Man films. You know that scene where just like 
zooms right in on his thumb and he's just got hairs coming out. Yeah, but this is other people's hairs. It's gross. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. But yeah, it'll be nice to finally be in to level two. Not that I really know the differences it's going to make. I mean, I got an email from the gym that I go to saying I could go to classes, but I froze my gym membership yeah. because I hurt my back. So I can't use them yet, which is nice. So I was like, I'm not fucking paid money when I can't actually use it because <clears throat> I fucked my back up. Yeah, that makes no sense. But and then, but uh, and then the other side of me is like, will I go back? See, because I've got so used to doing it at home now. Yeah, but I guess it would be good to like up it and stuff, you know. Get ripped, bruh. I could not imagine myself as being like actually ripped. I think like getting I to could. like a healthy, not fat, not gonna die in my fifties level is like sick for me. But like I see, like obviously, like we're all guilty of doing it. You flick through the Instagram, and you see all the fucking handsome, tan, blonde, blue-eyed German-looking motherfuckers who are just like ripped to shit. They've got really nice tattoos. And the sun is just hitting their body in the most perfect way. You can see all the lines and their fucking abs and shit. And I look at it and I go, I mean, it could be nice. But with my head on top of that body, ah, I don't know. I think I would just look. Do you think so? Yes, you're tall as fuck, of course. You look amazing ripped. Just because I'm tall does not mean that I would look good. It means that your frame would carry it well. You absolutely would look so damn good. You look fucking fantastic now. Good save. But I'm telling you, ripped. <laughs> oh. I'd be moist always. <laughs> I just need to hand out towels when I walk about. I'd be dripping. <laughs> I don't know. It just it seems like a lot of work for somebody that doesn't have a strong work ethic when it comes to their physical health. Like, Aye, but that's the point. You get to a point where you're just like, oh, now I need to do the next thing. You know? Like, it's all well and good maintaining, I think. And I think I'd get to a certain point and I'd maintain anyway. Yeah. But <clears throat> I think to get yourself to that level and then be like, okay, I know I'm done. Yeah. But that level could be ripped and then you just maintain being ripped. Yeah, I suppose. You know? I suppose. Like, I, I, have a, I have a friend who is ripped to shit. Like, I don't have many friends, so you, you know that my my eclectic crowd isn't very isn't very large but i have one friend in particular that is very ripped and he's he's um he's a very modest man and i think i've only ever seen his body like twice and i straight up just like will drop all of my clothing and just stand next to him and just be close to him because i'm just like how the how the fuck (coughs) my thing is right like i just said there i just I can't imagine putting that much time in to look that way. That just like, it, I don't know, I think there's just something missing in my brain. Because it's like that with like a lot of things. I'm just like, yeah. I'm not going to put the time in. Because I can't really be bothered. I'd rather just sit and eat Doritos and watch Workaholics and drink a beer. Like, I would rather just hang out. But the, like, the people that are like so driven by it so like hell bent like that's the only thing they fucking think about they get up in the morning and they're like i need to have my fucking oats for my breakfast so i can work out properly later because there's loads of iron in my dry ass oats but it's like everything is like so planned out in their entire day oh man i just i just wake up and then hope that i make it to the end of the day so i can go to bed yeah i get it but that's because you're not letting it be your entire thing. But if you wanted it to be your entire thing, that's what you would have to do. You would have to count the calories, look at your nutrients, like the macros, whatever those are, and like be like, oh, so I need to eat this at this time, this at this time. I need to make sure I get this much protein. I need to make sure that I'm losing this many calories. Like that. That's these boys who are and girls who are going to the gym nowadays, and um, <clears throat> like want to have that physique they really plan it out which like power to them like like you said i don't really have that in me either i just need to make sure that i eat well enough to like my body to react well to working out 
Like, but that's because I'm not overly fussed about being super ripped, you know? Like, yeah. I would like to be stronger. I would like to look better. But I don't want to be... I don't want to be counting every calorie. I don't want to be counting every single, like, little thing that goes into me to, like, make everything better, you know? Because that's, for me, too much effort. But if you did want to get ripped, like, that would be how you do it. You do it. You'd, like, you follow a meal plan. You you get nutritious as fuck. You know, like, when I was... When I was losing all the weight before I started, like, lifting weights, I would eat the same things all the time boring as but like it would be the same sort of thing in the morning i'd have like overnight oats and um, i'd have a certain amount weighed out at night i would put uh i thought like peanut butter and then honey and then like cinnamon in it mm-hmm. not loads like enough and um, like to make it interesting to eat at least yeah I'd get to work, I'd eat that, I'd chop a banana up and I'd have that in it. That's my lunch. It'd be my breakfast. And then for lunch, I'd be having, like, a sandwich, you know? And it wouldn't be, like, the big meaty sandwich. It would be whatever the and salad option is. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. So it'd be, like, a healthiest sandwich. And then I'd get home and I'd have dinner and it would be some form of protein, veg, and carb. You know? Like, that's what was on my plate. Mm Mm-hmm. I tried my best to not snack. Didn't always happen. I didn't really drink much fizzy juice. I drank a lot of coffee. Mm-hmm. At the time when I was like losing weight properly like that, I wasn't drinking either. Um, so it was easier. Because um, you forget how many calories and shit are in beer. You know, like, it's fucking wild. Yeah. Um, but that was that was the thing. I was just like, I want to lose weight. Here is enough calories to get me through the day. He has enough calorie. Has enough calories to burn off, so I was still in like a deficit and stuff. So I was losing weight, or at least my body was changing. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, if that's what you want to do, like, if you want to make real changes to your body and whatever, you really got to, you got to be, uh, you got to be dedicated enough to make those changes in your life because working out is not just working out, like, or, or training or whatever you want to call it. Like, it, it has to be a bit of a lifestyle change. It's not like a routine change. Mm-hmm. It's a lifestyle change because you've got to change your lifestyle in order to get the results that you want. And I understand that your results are you just want to, like, you know, feel better. Yeah. And what you're doing is going to make you feel better and that's yeah. what the fucking counts. Yeah. But, like, if you were to, if you were to, like, one day be like, I want, like, to be shredded six like six pack like yeah you know just like the biggest biceps of all time you know if you wanted to look super trim and you wanted to look super toned and tight like you would have to you would have to like do that kind of stuff yeah yeah i think i wish i had that drive i wish i wish i had that drive yeah really I mean, would you use it? Would you use it for working out, or would you use that drive for other things? Like, I think I would like having that drive on certain aspects of life. I don't necessarily think I would use it for working out and getting ripped and shit. Like, I don't know if that is where I would like kind of target the drive towards. You know, but I think it would end up there. Yeah, I think. Yeah, because once you become, like, driven and see results in other parts of your life, you only want to see the results in other parts of your life, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. what would be the point in putting your all into something, seeing some really good results, and then, like, being, like, super lackluster and everything else? Surely everything you do, you want to be given, like, 100%, you know? Like, right? Like, I don't know. Like, surely there must be a limit to these people. Do these people that you do see going like fucking full tonto in the gym and stuff like they don't have that drive and desire to do other things in their life like my full drive my thing that gets me up in the morning is making sure that I make sure my kids stay alive that is literally like my fucking function in life making sure my kids stay alive and making sure my wife is happy enough but like that that is the drive that i have there's obviously obviously other layers to it because there's other things that drive me because i'm sitting here doing a podcast with you at at night time in the summer 
yeah. to however many I actually don't know how many listeners in particular that we have like you, you do have the drive to do other things and <clears throat> I don't there's me and Emma have this conversation quite often actually where it's like we don't want just just our family alone so me emma and the two kids we don't want that to be our whole personality and our whole drive to do things i think for for people that we've seen and people we've come across in our time that is like their entire personality and their entire world is just their kids or their man or their their missus which is fine obviously if that is that is the life that they want to lead then 100 percent that is what they should do because that is what makes them happy but me Mm -hmm. and emma are both in the same wavelength we were like that's not everything like obviously our family comes first over anything anything but that is not you can't then just kind of go like right close the book over that's them that's their whole personality done kids wife so what so what you're saying is you have drive for other things which is the argument you're making you're Uh, you're saying that you don't have uh, the drive to do whatever uh, but you're saying you have the drive to do everything else because you don't want to be stuck in like this one pigeonhole like this this is what i'm saying cool i am just i'm I'm not i'm not saying that everyone i'm not saying that people who are 100 percent driven on everything they do are 100 percent driven on everything they do but it, yeah. they are driven. They are driven because they want to do other things. Yeah. So they give, they give their all slash as much as they can to all these other things. Yeah. Like, okay. that's you, fair. You don't, you, like, I, I'm not saying like they're fucking caning it all the time, mm. you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. But I'm I'm not saying that they're just going in. They're like, oh, I kind of want to do this thing. Yeah. Like they've like, they've they're decided going in and they've made the like, decision. I Yes. Exactly. They've made yeah. the decision to do it, and that is driving ambition. That's yeah. essentially what it is. Yeah. Making that decision, doing that thing, like drives the middle bit. You know, like the bit that gets you doing that thing. Yeah. I mean um, that that happened right here. Like it did. We talked. Exactly. We talked. We talked about doing this. Originally, we talked about doing this like six years ago, just yeah. after Luna was born. We talked about doing this, and then obviously a million things happened in that time so we just didn't bother doing it and then it was literally like i mean this is episode 13 so fucking three months ago i was like yo let's do this podcast we've been talking about for years and within two fucking weeks we recorded the first episode yeah and obviously that at the time there was not a lot going on in both of our lives because (laughs) the world was closed (laughs) yeah and obviously that made the difference but now that we are back to like living a somewhat like normal life uh-huh. or like a bit of a semblance to what that life used to be yeah you know like it's um we still do it we still find the time to do it yeah because we are now driven to do it because we understand that we actually enjoy it yeah yeah, People, yeah. like you don't do things you don't enjoy you know like what's the point that is a huge that is a huge part that plays in this podcast and what we're yeah. doing and the fucking bullshit that we do is like we actually fucking love doing it because it's like we don't ha- we don't get to hang out often just because of lives even without yeah. you even take you take the fucking pandemic part out of the situation even then we still don't <laughs> hang out that much because lives we both have separate jobs we both work different weird patterns i have yeah. kids you have like a nice new blossoming i mean i say new but you guys have been seeing each other for a while but it's like a blossoming relationship you're in the middle of moving home into your first bought house like shit gets in the way so it's like we want to do this because it's like our time to just be fucking stupid silly fuckers for like two hours and forget about (laughs) the bullshit that is actually happening in the world life gets pretty hectic and i think that you've got to be like focused enough to to find the good things and just you know really really work on them yeah you know like and whether that is you know working hard at your job that you kind of don't mind forming new relationships 
like trying different things like working out whether it's like writing music or being creative like yeah you got to you got to weed out the week in that sort of sense you know like you got to be like oh this bit actually doesn't work for me anymore i'm done with it yeah you know and that's still being ambitious because it means you can put other uh, like more energy into the other parts of your life that you deem more important yeah yeah and then there's also the side of like you're not letting that shit you're not letting that other stuff go stale just because you feel like you have to do it so the stuff like like if this podcast was to get to a point where like we're not into it anymore i mean i'll be honest if we're not into it it'll die we'll not do it anymore because it's just the kind of people that we are we'll we'll not sit here and be like oh fuck we need to record a fucking podcast tonight we'll just be like right it's run its course close out we're done it'll live it'll live on the internet for eternity for people to go back and listen to we'll get super famous when Mm. we're in our 60s it's all good but like we're not gonna we're not gonna sit here and let it be like a problem just like just draining the energy from us when we could be as you're saying going like right that's that part of our lives over let's now move that energy elsewhere and focus on doing that thing so like Mm. through the through the pandemic and through the covid era we have obviously lost a huge part of our creative outlet we lost a massive part of it because we couldn't do music anymore we couldn't do the things that we were doing before not that we were super active before the pandemic hit but it was still a part was the what if it was still a part of our lives like i was still writing a lot of music i was still trying to pump stuff out as much as i could and still i mean we still have like an album worth of music sitting yeah but that just like that creative expression completely died with the pandemic like it's obviously it might just be sitting dormant somewhere in our brains or in our fucking psyche somewhere but it's not we're not using our energy on that so it's like right where can i put this creativity in this part of my brain that's going haywire where can i put that and then we went hey let's talk in a fucking bullshit microphones for an hour and then hope that that will like fill that void (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) and i think i feel like it is so far i mean i get to make stupid fucking pictures every week and it's so much fun so yeah we get to we get to have fun yeah and i think that's what's important find fun in everything you do you know Mm -hmm. preach (coughs) i actually had a thing popping in my head today that has just popped in again, so I'm I'm going to talk about it here. Do you have those people in your life that you feel like you have a connection to, and yet there's no real connection there? It might sound like a riddle, but I have examples. <laughs> I guess I do, yeah. Yeah. So... I'll use mine for an example to just set the seed of what we're talking about. So, we both know this same person. I'm not going to say who they are. But we both know this same person for separate reasons we know this person. And I I have this really weird connection with them. Although I haven't spoken to them in about six or seven years. I still like using Instagram and the likes. I still keep up to date and they keep up to date with my life and our life. But there has been no like real relationship there. But I feel like there is this weird connection through an avenue. So I don't know how long ago this was. I'm not good with dates. You know what my brain is like. There was a time where I met them on a train. I knew who they were. I knew of them. And I knew them through somebody else, right? I met them on a train. And they gave me some of the most sound advice for that time in my life. That point in my life. 
that stuck with me, has stuck with me ever since and completely changed my life for the position that I was in. I must have been about 18 or 19. So the position that I was in then to now. So I barely fucking know this person, truthfully, other than through Instagram and odd conversations we've had. But I feel a very deep connection with them because of that one instance on this train. And it honest, it honestly, from that day, my entire life just like turned a corner and changed. Who the- is this person? I can't even think who it is. <laughs> it, honestly, you would never be able to guess who it is. I guarantee you would never guess who it is because it's so random. No. We both know who it is. And it's a really random person that straight up you will not be able to figure it out. Can you bleep it? Can you I, just tell me and bleep it? <laughs> I can bleep it, but it also ruins the fun for me. Because the fucking confusion in your face is beautiful, man. <laughs> just tell me who it is and bleep it. I need to know. <laughs> it's... No, I would never have guessed that. All right. <laughs> No, I didn't even know you knew each other. Like, yeah, exactly. That's how fucking like far fetched it is. We're like we've had about, I think we've had about three or four f- conversations in our entire lives, but we both know a lot about each other. Yeah, and I guess that's just the power of social media and power stuff. Power of social know? media, man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I guess I've got people like that. I I, I can't. I can't think of any specifics. Like a lot, of, like my brain's going to clients. You yeah. Know, like yeah. Like clients who are like, I shouldn't get on with, but I do for whatever reason. Right. Like, okay. Do you have a good example of that? Actually, I would love to hear that. Yeah. Like there's like a couple of boys that come in. Like they're all fairly young. You know, like under the age of twenty five. So <laughs> I should ha- I should hate them. Yeah. Like as we know. And they're like proper like football lads, like laddie lads, you right? Know? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. S- spicy as fuck. Oh, get the same like, haircut. In the real world, I have a deep disdain for these kind of people, you know. <laughs> but then they come into the shop and like they talk to me, and I'm like, "Oh, you are a real person. Yeah, like you are. You have things going on in your head. Yeah, you know." Like not, a, not like not in a crappy way. Like not like me being like, oh, you're a spice boy. Like you, don't yeah, have, yeah, yeah, you don't, no you substance. Don't have a brain. I'm just being yeah. like, like people tell me stuff that they don't tell anyone else, you know. And it's part of the, jo- it's part of the job that I really enjoy. Yeah, you know, I enjoy that people trust me enough to tell not tell me the secrets, but at least like divulge some information to me that they probably wouldn't tell anyone else. Yeah. Namely their mates. You yeah. Know, because <clears throat> so, so am I. I'm a guy they see like every <coughs> three, four weeks, you know? Yeah, like I, I can imagine <clears throat> I mean I come for a haircut every fucking four years. But I can imagine a lot of people treat it as like almost a therapy session just to like can uh, I can I you've purge no idea. can I purge what's on their mind because they have no one else to say it to? And you're almost just yeah. like what's the word for it? You're like the you know that game you used to play when you were a kid, you would just throw a ball at a wall to just vent out your frustration you're that wall yeah they're throwing the ball you are bouncing the ball back to them so they can just keep going yeah i mean there was there's this one guy in particular like now that i'm thinking about it he's not so much of like a like a laddie football lad or whatever Mm -hmm. but he's he's not my kind of guy you know okay i met him through a cousin right mine um, <laughs> not just somebody, it's somebody else's cousin yeah no someone else's cousin I met him through a cousin a cousin of <laughs> someone <laughs> I met him through a family member of mine right okay <laughs> um, they worked together for a long time and like my cousin and him are fairly similar human beings uh-huh. and at the time I was just like obviously cut from the same cloth look at the fucking Nickies yeah um, and then <laughs> He can't. I've been cutting his hair now for I don't know years now, years right. like since I like I, I moved into like the Glasgow shop. Right. Okay. And 
he's a businessman, a salesman more than anything, you know, like, and that's just how he is. And you can tell everything's a hundred miles an hour, and his his brain's just like constantly counting numbers, you know that way. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, so uh, to begin with, I was kind of like, yeah, whatever, man. Like, I can have a bit of a laugh. Like, I'm like enough of a social chameleon that I can just like pretend to like anyone. Yeah. But then, like, I did like I did like him. Like, I was like, God, there's something about you. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, aye. There's some there's something behind this like thick veil that you've got on right now. Like I need to know that vulnerable person in the background. Yeah, and like I remember I remember him like talking to me about like his now ex girlfriend, uh-huh. and like never in a bad way, you know. Like they just like it fizzled away, fizzled out. Right. Okay. And it was just like he was kind of like looking for a way out of it, I guess. And like he eventually was just like, look, it's not happening whatever sound and then like there was a there was a notable change in him you know like he was like you are a different person now oh really like, this is strange to see like yeah he was just kind of like still the same guy uh-huh. but he was just like things he was saying i was like oh that seems kind of positive you know right it's like right he was just like talking about like, how he's just going to take things easy it is what it is like he was just kind of gonna focus on himself for a little bit yeah and then like I hadn't seen him for a while, and he came in. I was like, what the f- "All right, what's going on?" Like, not seen you. Like, added me on Facebook and stuff. Like, in between all this, uh-huh. and then like, I seen him like put up a photo like him and some girl, and I was like, "All right." Oh, yeah. So I was like, "I got a question him about it." Yeah. I was like, Here, what? What's the deal? Yeah. And he was like, "Oh, it's just this lassie I've been talking to." Blah blah blah. I was like, "All right, okay, cool, whatever. That's what it is." Next haircut comes around. I was like, "All right," and he was like, "Hi, what's up with you?" He's like. Ah, nothing. I was like, all right, cool. I was like, what are you up to? He's like, ah, oh, I've just been in, in Liverpool with this, this lassie. I was like, all right. And he's like, I, I don't know. I was like, what do you mean you don't know? Oh, yeah, he's like, like he's, he's trying to find that way, that comfortable way for him to start talking about something, you know, when they start yeah. trying to open up. And then it happened. And uh. he was like, oh, we got, ma- we got matching tattoos. Uh. And I was like, what? You get matching tattoos? Uh. This was supposed to be cash. Uh. And he was like, I, it was. I was like, "What are you doing, man?" Like, he's like, "I don't know," but I'm having a good time, and I was like, "Cool, man." Respect. Roll with it. Yeah. Uh, and then, like months later, not even like months, maybe a month, he was like, "I, so she's pregnant," and I was like, "Coolio." <laughs> but I think like that turning point where he went from being like unhappy to happy yeah i was there for it if you know what i mean like yeah because he would like in that half an hour tell me everything he needed to tell me and i'd just be like all right i get it yeah and i could tell him from my point of view because i think i'm i think i'm older than him not by much but uh-huh. or maybe the same age maybe that's yeah. more likely yeah um and i don't know like i think i don't get any of his mates know it the way i know it yeah there's uh, there's probably what i'm thinking is just coming from my perspective is not being a guy coming into barbers very often but he probably saw you as an impartial party he he came in just thinking i'm a client of yours we are not particularly friends like you are the business i am the customer i am going to say shit to you and just throw axes at the wall and see what sticks. And just like he probably he probably did come in just being like, yo, if you have advice for me, I will actually appreciate it because you don't understand the situation fully. You're just getting the kind of like bite sized chunks I'm giving you. Yeah, but I feel like those bite sized chunks that he was giving me were all truth, you know? Whereas I think if he speaks to his mates about it, he's kinda of giving them watered <laughs> down bits like <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, he still feels he's ladding like it macho, up. You he's know? fully ladding it up, just like eh, shagging yeah. his bird, you know. And it's that way, like as much as I say I'm like a social chameleon, like I only mean that in the sense that I can talk to people about just about anything, and I can, I can tell people the right jokes if you know what I mean. Like, yeah, I can, yeah. I can read the room, and I yeah. can be like, right, okay, I know what. I can I know enough about football to make a football joke. Yeah. I know enough about this dumb TV show to make a, a comment about that. Yeah. You know, so I can I can do it that way. But I'm still the slightly high pitched voice camp guy. You know, like 
<laughs> Bro, you I, do I not change. have a high-pitched voice. Where the fuck are you getting that? I've listened to this podcast. I have a high-pitched voice. <laughs> I have... You do don't. You know it was the first thing? Do you know it was the first thing I said to Shanna? I was like, he has my voice always that high. <laughs> she was like, you don't have a high-pitched voice. But I hear it as high-pitched. I know I'm slightly camp. I know that, like, but that's fine. And who cares? It's Pride Month. Who cares if you're camp? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, whatever. Like, I, I'm fine with it, you know? But Because I'm quite comfortable in who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, Preach. So I, I think that... I, I think that doing the job that i do i get to see all these different people and they i don't know if they know who i am you know yeah like because i show them parts of me but i am like i say in my own ears a high-pitched camp human being (laughs) who's always been who's over who's always been overly emotional and oversharer and very soft yeah you know but there's enough of a, a wall there that I can kind of look like a tough guy every now and then, you know? Yeah, like, I, I think I think calling yourself a, a, an overshader is a bit unfair. You're an overshader when you know people. Like, uh, I didn't sometimes know... Sometimes I just go off in one. I Sometimes. I didn't know a lot about you for the first couple of years that we fucking knew each other. I, I might have, you might have just been standoffish with me. Maybe we start. Maybe this is where we're about to unpack the fact that like you didn't like me at first. Is that about to be a thing? Absolutely not. You were the like. Whenever we played gigs together in separate bands, you were always the first face in the crowd that I wanted to see. <laughs> uh, you like, and I mean that was because, the cutest like, were... fucking thing you have ever fucking said. Yeah. I am the face that stands yeah. out in the crowd. Like, I feel like I am now well, in, like, a fucking... You're a fucking <laughs> head and shoulders above everyone else. It was easier <laughs> to see you. I don't know if it was just that. But, um... I, I don't know, like... When we were younger, you were always the one that was the most welcoming. Because... You are, that's just who you are. You might think you're a bit standoffish, but that's just, I think, because you're tall. Like, you're just, like... Everyone thinks you're like looking down on them, but you're not. <coughs> you're just up there. Because <laughs> then they but, realize just how fucking like stupid I am, and they're just like, "Oh, cool, it's fine. We'll just we'll." Hang and that's out why this we guy. got on because we could always just have a laugh. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And um, no, I've never been standoffish with you. I don't think. I think I get standoffish when I'm in a bad mood because I don't want people to talk to me. <laughs> Usually, <laughs> it's that simple. Or I, I'm like. It's oh, it's like standoffish to save themselves, if you know what I mean. Like, I'm standoffish yeah. because I know if you say something that annoys me, I'm not going to be able to bite my tongue. Yeah. Like, yeah. it happened last week. It happened last week in work. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even in a bad mood. I was just like, I don't know, I think I was like too hot or something to be working. Yeah. I wanted to be outside, like, on in a park. Like, yeah. Just chilling. And, like, this boy, like, we the door was open. We had, like, something in front of the door to stop people coming in because that's one of the rules that we've got just mm-hmm. now is like one person to each barber kind of thing mm-hmm. uh, <coughs> in the shop at a time and this boy like came barging through the door and I was like alright you got an appointment like because instantly I was like what yeah uh, and he was like yeah 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 and I was like alright man cool just stand outside that's why that thing's there yeah and I couldn't help it because yeah. I was in a bad mood so this snidey remark like came out Aye. and there was nothing i could do yeah but and like, like this boy but this boy was like a six foot seven rugby player right, I was right, like, right. but well it's game over now but you're also from bridgeton so like i have noticed that in you like you are very soft-spoken you kind of know what you're saying at all times you're very easy to speak to but i have seen like the hard part come out of you every so often and it's like I actually like do you want to know what I, I like I love it when it happens because I like feel safer because I am such a bitch like I am a huge fucking bitch when it comes to like confrontation and shit so if I know you're there and something's going down I'm like it's all good Gary's here because you know like you either you either know how to de-escalate or make it funny by being hard as fuck and making that person bitch out on whatever's happening so it's like yeah, it, it's you're, su- way, like, you're such a I good guy. I will throw hands. 
I have no qualms, you know. If I if I need to like show someone the old ones and twos, I yeah, will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but <laughs> I don't know. Like I think it's because I'm unassuming. You know, mm-hmm. I'm always I've always been kind of quietly confident. Yes. Um. Like I've al- I've always had that in me where I, I'm quite sure and certain about most things. Yeah. Um. In other words, stubborn. Yes, but is that way that I can? I read the room. I always read the room yeah. because you've yeah, got yeah. to like. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to start fighting with the biggest guy in the room if there's no one else <laughs> around me. You know, like I know that I've got enough mates that'll be okay, or at yeah, least yeah. Enough, enough people that like me. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, just in that situation, you're like, you know what? Richie has that old man strength. Like I'm good yeah. right now. If something goes down, Rich is here. It's strength in numbers yeah. always with me. You know, it's gang mentality. I can't help it. <laughs> but I mean, like your reaction to that was totally right. If there was something blocking the door, like to any rational human being, that means don't walk in. Ah, you would think so. But this motherfucker, <laughs> it this, happens. This motherfucker coming blazing in. I mean, I would react in the same way, even though I am a giant bitch. And I would pull, but I would also say it under my breath. Just like, yo, can you yeah, stand so back? Passive. Because that's why he's there, because don't be a fucking fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I would be a huge bitch about it, but I would also make a comment under my breath. But yeah, I, I don't think I've ever been standoffish. I think I'd, I play my cards close to my chest sometimes. Yeah. But I think if I'm really... If I'm going through it, like... I can't actually help it, I don't think. I think there's, like, a, a filter that just disappears. Yeah. Like, there's nothing I can do to stop that. Yeah, it just, um, it just comes out of you. Like, I think yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I need to be as at a very highly strung out point before that comes out of me. Because I am very, like, I am the first guy to laugh in <clears throat> the face of awkwardness. So if something, yeah. So if something was to go down, like, say we were fucking in the van going to fucking Birmingham or some bullshit to play a show and somebody makes a comment in the van that doesn't go down well with somebody else I'm the first guy to try and make a joke and make a laugh because I'm trying to diffuse the situation I never want to see it like do you wonder what it is I just think the fighting is fucking stupid I just think it's so dumb fighting and arguing to me is so dumb and I hate seeing it, and I even I hate it even more when I see it with my friends. I hate it. Like, see, any time I saw any of my mates getting in a fight, I was immediately there trying to stop it because I just hate seeing that shit happen. And I don't know if that's like, nest. I don't know if that's a bad thing or a good thing to be honest. Because like sometimes I guess a fight is just kind of needed because you're just like yeah. let's let's just get the frustrations out, and then it's done. We don't need to think about that again. We've had the fucking tiff. Now we're over. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm like that's, right that's in there more... trying to make a wedge. Like <laughs> everything. Because cool. sometimes what you'll find happen is that both of them turn on you. Like that yeah. can be a thing. Yeah. You know, that's happened a couple. Of I times. low key love watching people fight. <laughs> it is one of like life's simple pleasures. I think it's gross and I, it's. It's not good. But, like, there's part of me that's just kind of like, those guys are so mad for no reason. Yeah. Because it's never a real reason, you know? Yeah. Like, you go like, at Asda and, remember... you go at Asda and Tony Glenn, there's just cunts fighting over, like, a fucking PS4 game. And you're just like, yo! Yeah. Yo, come like, on. The big, the big, like, fucking road that's outside my house. Like, yeah. The one that you kind of drive up to turn into the cul-de-sac. Yeah, the one that's but full of Union Jacks and shit. Yeah. 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 Like so the kids like the kids, like the gangs in the area the used to fight up and down that road. Right, okay. So you Fuck. have uh, the young Brigton Derry and you had uh the Baltic Fleet. What? Um, you had two young teams? No no no. Baltic Fleet was like just up a wee bit. So I was like Dalmarnock. Right, 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 and right. Okay. There was the young Brigton Derry, which was all of this area, but then it broke down into little sects. So you had the young Reed Street Dicky, you had the White Scheme Dairy, I think they were called. The what? Or some shit. The White Scheme. The White Scheme. Basically, just like, aye, there's like flats and houses like to my left that are just 
made of like white stone right so it's nothing to do with race <laughs> not you're not trying stone, to tell no, me that there's like neo-nazis no, no. there's a neo-nazi fucking scheme no no no, no. <laughs> but yeah they would all come together and be like the brigton Derry, and they'd fight the baltic and uh, they would like fight up and down my street but my window like looks out onto the street uh-huh um, so I'd be like lights off, blinds drawn, literally looking, <laughs> waiting, because they didn't fight properly, and I think that's what was so exciting about it for me. So when I see fights now, I'm like, holy shit, they're doing it! Yeah, like, because they would do that thing where they would like prance forward and then they'd like retreat back instantly up. and then yep. Yep. toss a brick, yeah, and it went nowhere near anyone. Yeah, I remember there was a couple of times like so they ran into like Maui Street. I don't think I live in a cul-de-sac. I don't know if it is. Is it a cul-de-sac? Uh, well, it's a dead Probably end. Probably not because the house it's is a dead end. Houses don't. Yeah, it's a dead end. I call. It, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a dead end. Yeah, it's not okay, a cul-de-sac because cul-de-sacs technically have a bit where you can turn. You can't yeah, turn the, the in your fucking street. You need to fucking reverse out, and it's awful. Reverse. I know. That's fair. Well, they, <laughs> they used to run into this wee bit, and the boy tripped <laughs> over the curb outside. <gasps> Yeah, oh, it was game over for that boy. Oh. They, 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 they threw a glass bottle down, just smashed on his head. <gasps> and then they kept laying into him. And I was like, yo, keep going. Like, <laughs> please. <laughs> like, I was like so amped up because I think I'd been waiting months for them to like, actually do something. It's like anticipation. Other. Like you're watching a Christopher Nolan film and waiting yeah. for that final thing to happen. Yeah, so it's like, I think now when I see fights, I'm just like, they must be so mad. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. they had to just let it out. Yeah, like I can't help it. Even if I'm like flicking through Twitter or something, I see a fight video. I'm like, well, I'm watching that. Yeah, I'm, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I am part of like the fucking or I'm a, well, I don't even know what it's called on Reddit. They have a fucking subreddit called Fight Porn, and that's all. Yes. It is, is just is just fighting. That's the thing. See if I'm not close to it or a part of it, that it's fine. But see if I'm near a fight. Oh god damn! I am such a fucking biatch. I think what I get what it is the for same me, like. No, yeah. you go, man. I I get like the same sort of adrenaline as if I'm going to be in the fight <laughs> when I'm watching it. Well, I'm like, see if he comes near me, I'm gonna hit him. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, why? I'm not involved in this, but yeah. if he comes near me, I'm gonna hit him. I'm gonna fucking knock I'm him out. Never gonna hit him. Yeah, I'm not gonna hit him. I'm not gonna do anything. Yeah, I get that same sort of like of fire in my belly, you know. I think it is what it is for me is like where I came up. It wasn't like the kind of, oh, we're going to fight a cunt. Oh, we'll throw each other, throw shit at each other. It was just like, here you cunt. Let's yeah. let's scrap. So I like, like my, I mean, you know my brother. You wouldn't understand the type of person that he was as a teenager. Like, you know my brother from like 28 plus do you know what I mean? Like, you know him as yeah, older Yeah, I know Ross. your brother from being your brother. Yes. And then I know him as being a client in the shop. Yes. And then I know him as the the young version that Richie tells. <laughs> so, see, you know, like, so see the young version that Richie tells. There is uh, an extra layer that Richie probably didn't uh, equate or talk about. So yeah. my brother, as a as a ginger growing up in ah, a small village i guess he was picked on a lot so he learned very quickly how to just like punch a motherfucker i yeah i, I have seen so many like videos of that dude in a fight it's fucking unreal see when everyone was kind of like flip phones like motorola motorola razors and shit like the tiniest little fucking screen, like those kind of those kind of videos. Just my brother throwing hands at people. So like, I've kind of had my brother to do some fighting for me. <laughs> so if <laughs> if the bad man in the park stole my ball, I found my brother, and my brother would kick the shit out of him for me. So I think that's Amazing. what it was. It was like I never had to do my own fighting because my brother was already hardy. And he would do yeah, it for yeah. me. But I still didn't like it when it was happening. So I would just go to my brother and be like, oh, the bad man stole my ball. Can you go get the ball for me? And then the next minute, Ross is like pummeling the guy's fucking head in on like the monkey bars in the park. And I'm just like, yo, I just wanted my ball. Like, that's all it was, man. <laughs> he had the fucking straight red rage is what he had. 
I'm even amped up just hearing about that, you know. <laughs> I love it. I, mean, I don't the, know what it is about fights. I mean, the people... It's like morbid curiosity. Yeah. Car crashes, you know, you can't, you can't like, look away. Yeah. Like, you're just like, oh my God, I'm glued. Like, yeah. That that is a that is a that is a door that could be opened in many fucking corridors. To be honest, that morbid curiosity because it's like, I mean, there was a long period of time where that was like, I listened to like purely true crime podcasts and shit, just for that, just to tickle that morbid curiosity part of your brain, and yeah. I actually think it started affecting me, because I listened to it like almost too much. Where it was like, everything that was happening, it was like, I was almost associating it with something that I had heard on like a true crime podcast or something. So I was like, that is so fucking unhealthy. Like, each part of my life is now going to be run by something that I heard that happened to one person in however many billions that there are in the world. But I was somehow connecting it to the situation that I was in. It's a dangerous yeah. road going down that shit. It's so yeah, fucking that's... dangerous. Yeah, that's messed up. <laughs> I think that's where I learned what anxiety was, was just listening to fucking true crime podcasts. And I was like, oh, that's anxiety. Cool. I've found it now. <laughs> that's what that is. Ah. <laughs> Sick, here we are. Oh, man. Oh, jeebus. Well, on that murderous note, we are over an hour. On that murderous note. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks um, for saying I don't have a high-pitched voice. That's really made me feel better about myself. I don't think you do. I think you've just dreamt that in your brain. We all think we sound different until we hear each other on a video or on our recording. So, don't worry about yeah. it. In your head, you sound like Morrissey. On the outside, you don't. It's fine. Uh, I don't want to sound like Morrissey either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I oh. would go out tonight... But I haven't got a stitch to wear. That's as close as I'll get. It's pretty nice. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Pretty nice. I appreciate that. So, for for our beautiful listeners, our Dead End family out there, this week we have updated the pod, the playlist. I was about to say we've updated the podcast. We've updated the playlist with five more songs each. Um, so there's an extra 10 songs on there. Let me get it up so we can get a little a little taster. I mean, it's not a taster. It's already there and we're recording this on Thursday and then this episode won't actually be out on, until Tuesday. So if you want to see it, it's been there for fucking four days at least. So yeah, I'm really glad you're doing this bit. Gary. <laughs> Gary has added some Beastie Boys, some ASAP Rocky, and one that was totally out of fucking left field for me we are scientists that <laughs> shook me i didn't expect that if i'm being totally honest that was that was a big banger in the ipod classic day <sighs> oh I, I don't bring those days up to me man i'm still I, depressed i still love we are scientists like i think they're a really cool band they, they have they some, some really cool good ideas songs. you know yeah yeah, and yeah that song's a banger there's one song in particular that I really like. I'm not going to try and find it because I'm trying to wrap up. I have added some gorillas uh, and then some heavier stuff because the last time I added stuff, I, it was mainly hip-hop, so I tried to go down the heavier route. So there's a bit of trash talk. And you have Bib, who are... I want to say they're from New York and they are the most fun fucking band of all time. And Gary doesn't like them for whatever reason. But the, it has been updated. So there's an extra 10 songs in there for everyone to listen to. It is very quickly turning into my favourite playlist of all time. Because we do have very varied... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Tastes. Tastes. There we go. Thank you. Got very varied tastes. But at the same time they're kind of connected in a way between the two of us so it's very um it's very varied but stays true to who we are so it's a lot of fun um nick we'll do the same again next week we'll add another 10 songs five each Uh, we'll just keep it going um until we 
run out of songs to add so it could end up getting to the point where it's like thousands of hours long um this has been dead end friends do the things like subscribe fucking share actually share the shit just like if you really like this episode please go and do it and we thank you and so you much for listening it, tag us yes that's just a good one just, so we see it so we know so we know that what's going on out there um we've got a couple of things happening in the background that we're hoping to bring into the light in the next couple of weeks just depending on what happens so you can all get brought into the fun stuff as we get there um thank you so much for listening we really do love talking shit and just if somebody listens then it's cool my name has been craig jimison you have been gary gordon we will speak to you guys next week Love you too, man.